This is the Gomaluku Podcast. Hey, my friends, what's up? Uh, Grizzly Aurelia here. Um, just a quick rant, riff, if you will. Uh, just some thoughts. I'm, I'm driving right now, so I'm doing all my audio hands free um, because I, I don't want you to see this as a permission to, uh, um, to uh, yeah, drive while using your phone or, um, yeah, like not driving my hands free. Anyway, I just want to, um, I have a couple of thoughts as an observations to what I'm seeing right now. And what I wanted to do is share some thoughts on that based on those conclusions, not a conclusion, but like, like what, what, I'm, what I'm seeing, um, what I believe is about to happen um, and that's a good thing when you're at the at the within the international community within the United Nations. You see the um, you see things happen before they happen. Uh, you see the um, the the first moves before a big play. You know, um, and that, that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing because. When you can see things happening before they're happening, you can anticipate. You can start moving your pawns or or, or your players in, into position, um, so that you can, within the context of indigenous people, so you can you can start uh, creating a defense, right? Um, without um, running the chance of people walking all over you. Um, and that is mainly the reason why I believe it's a, it's good to to move within the United Nations. Um, and I see a lot of people that like disagreeing with with the UN, disagreeing with multilateralism and everything else. But if you look beyond that, if you look beyond the uh, perceived idea, the cynicism uh, of uh, the uh, the cynicism, quote unquote, of the United Nations. You can see um, the the benefits of it, as as in like what uh, what is happening, like the the like like I said, the moves the moves of the chess pieces, um, and you can you can see that in, in a, a lot of areas um, on climate change, biodiversity, human rights, the political side within the General Assembly, Security Council, and and, and everything else. Um, that's a good thing because you can see beyond as indigenous peoples you're super dynamic um, one of the strengths of the the pardon me the international indigenous peoples movement is that we're super dynamic that we're so flexible and, and, and mobile that we pop up under biodiversity climate change and there's there is a common like a core message that we're trying to uh, provide that, that that is part of our um, uh, yeah our our position our, our priorities um, whereas you see that um, off quite often that under the UN for example CBD so the Convention on Biodiversity that you see that a a certain country or state uh, their representatives doesn't know what's what's they're the same representatives of the same country does under climate change and with indigenous peoples because there's a lot of overlap we're so mobile that um, 
yeah, it's consistency. There's a consistent um, see in message, messaging. A, a good example is um, under biodiversity. Oh no, climate change is a good, a good example. Every time Indigenous peoples go to go to climate change, UNFCCC, uh, the climate change meetings, COPs, and whatnot, um, Indigenous peoples always have to educate the people that are sitting across from us at the table uh, on the rights of Indigenous peoples, on uh, the Alta Outcome document, on uh, sovereignty, on uh, the knowledge of Indigenous peoples, et cetera, et cetera. Like we always start from point zero every time we go back to to, to a COP. Um, and and then the thing that every a cop is almost, with the exception of last year, obviously, every year, uh, and, and usually at, in the tail end of it, in, in November and December. Um, so that that is that is a classic example that we um, so that we have to always have to bring up. Well, what your con- country X said said in under in Geneva under human rights is that yeah, Indian peoples have the rights. Uh, to self-determination, for example. Um, so we always have to bring that back. Like, hey, hey, guys, well, you're the same country. Different person, but the same country that um, uh, uh, yeah, commented, elaborated, elaborated on the rights of uh, Indigenous peoples too, for example, the right to self-determination. Um, so that, that's a good thing because um, you, you're the wide-angle lens. And I keep saying that, like, be the wide-angle lens when you're in the, within the UN, when you're, uh, um, you observe, observe where, where people are going. It's, it's like a hockey game, right? You don't go where the puck is. Um, you, you go where the puck is going to be. You know, so, so as Indigenous peoples, you know, it is super important that you be that wide, wide angle lens, that you observe the whole game, that you look at the entire chessboard, see where, who the pieces are, see where the chess pieces are, and what their next move is, is going to be. Because that's all in your advantage. That's the game that everyone is playing within the UN. Uh, a game that I love to understand, that I love to play in, in a way that it benefits uh, the Maluku case uh, for, for sovereignty, for independence, as well as for Indian peoples at large, at a global scale. Hence the mission, uh, my personal mission, uh, to uh, inspire and empower 476 million indigenous peoples all around the world so that they can do what inspires them. Um, that is why I do what I do. Um, that is the, the whole reason why I uh, keep going back and observe the, and participate to observe, to use the system. Uh, my mom always said, you know, we're not there to use, to, to be part of the system, we're there to use the system. And that has resonated uh, with me ever since. Something that I really want, um, uh, want to talk to you about, I uh, want to share with you, are some ob- observations, so some developments that are occurring and sounds reasonable given the global climate, uh, but I'm always um, looking at, all right, what is the impact of, of that particular development on indigenous peoples 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, uh, or two generations down the line like I'm I'm always look trying to look ahead um, not inside the I want to I don't want to see I don't want to move on the trend I want to move for the truth you know like like what is what is what is true true to us Um, and it's one of the trends that I see 
um, is uh, like there's this sudden emergence um, of indigenous peoples wanting to or moving into some kind of a global coalitions um, world councils quote unquote um, all these uh, you know like, like these bottlenecks funnels if you will uh, where indigenous people and they're, they're recruiting it's um, I've been they've been trying to recruit me as an individual not as the peoples that I represent uh, but as an individual to sit on like advisory board uh, political advisor or commissioner or a council of 90 like I've, I've received emails uh, by the dozens asking me for uh, if I want to uh, step in into a certain role within that particular coalition same thing with and I see, see it happening all around me as well like indigenous peoples representatives of indigenous peoples from Haudenosaunee to uh, Chakma to Chittagong Hill Tracks to all over the world um, getting invitations to join these coalitions um, which makes me um, yeah really try to analyze think critical about all right is this helping is it benefiting us as indigenous indigenous peoples or is it hurting us uh, because and, and, and on what grounds you know and, and my basic principle has been is always uh, has always been is and will always be the right to self-determination of indigenous peoples and your sovereignty which is given you by birth it is because you, you, you um, it is a is a right that derives from the land from your history from your culture um, it is not awarded to you it is a right that you already have um, that, that, that's how that's how I think about it um, so looking at from through a lens of the right to self-determination right um, looking at all right well, this is happening and you and you know, I look at it like I don't, I don't shoot them down automatically I, I look at all right I'll hear them out all right what is your idea go to their website talk to people that are invited as well and I, I try to create this picture that is not just my picture but it's an informed picture hence um, it, it is doing your own due diligence um, and it all derives from the free right to free power from consent which means that everyone um, should be able to make a decision based on all the available available information that is uh, free without any harassment without any coercion uh, whatsoever um, which also derives from the right to self-determination so everything everything finds its basis its value out of the right to self-determination right anyway so but it's a bit of a context like the, the lens through um, which I look at things. So when I look at the, these global councils, and you have these councils of elders, wisdom councils, and everything else, you have those councils of um, NGOs, which is a, in in some um, uh, some situation, it's a concern. It's a reason to concern of a concern because you can see that it is a council as a oh look um, we're trying to validate ourselves as an NGO um, so we created this advisory council it doesn't do a lot but uh, we can sh um, yeah put it on our website as in like a we can like a window dressing like a like a sh like a show pony 
kind of thing. Um, that is, that's a concern um, because you either include indigenous peoples or you don't. Um, and you include them from, from the get-go, but not at the very end uh, for window dressing and make it a dog or pony show. Like that is not, uh, we're not, um, we're peoples, we have our rights, uh, we're part of the world society, treat us as uh, 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 peoples or peoples with rights as part of the world society. And, and don't see us as a, um, yeah, as um, a substitute or as a, a minority or a, a lesser voice than the majority or, or just because we are quote unquote in, in your eyes primitive uh, yet interesting um, but you, uh, you perceive that indigenous peoples do not have the knowledge the uh, are not antiquated enough or, or um, are not as um, distinguished sophisticated enough um, that you, you do not include indigenous peoples in decision making processes because in the end um, that's all on you if you're doing that that's all on you because you are um, looking at it through a colonial lens let's that, that, let's Let's call it as it is, like it is. Uh, you're looking at things through a colonial lens. If you have a tendency to do that, uh, please, please um, check with yourself, your motivations, your intentions, because it has an adverse effect um, on indigenous peoples in general. And it's not what we want to do. Uh, what we want to do is to uh, level the playing field, to... Uh, stabilize the power balance um, not to uh, keep it as it is keep the status quo because in a way you're enforcing you're enabling the status quo uh, please be super aware of that um, if you're uh, if you have something like that within your own institution within your NGO please uh, uh, contact me if, if, if you uh, if you have any uh, doubts I, I'm not going to judge you well, I'm, not, I'm not going to I'll, I'll, I'll help you um, try to change things a little bit so that um, you're on the right track. Um, provided, of course, that your intentions are good and like, that you're doing this in good faith. And I assume that you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart, uh, doing this in good faith. All right. So that that is um, one side of the global councils, whatever uh, that, that I'm seeing. On the other side, what I'm also seeing are uh, coalitions. Um, world forums, um, you name it, and they're, they're recruiting. They're recruiting indigenous peoples, and we've seen, seen it in the past. There was the the un, unrepresented nations and peoples organization um, uh, based out of the Hague, I believe, nineties, um, early two thousands. Um, it was it was manifesting itself um, as a as an alternative, and that's the way I see it as an alternative to the UN. Um, interesting concept however I do believe that the last thing you want is to create an echo chamber like indigenous people only talking to them to themselves um, what we need if we want to be at if we want to be at the table you have to be at the table you create create your own seat um, if you if, if you not if you don't want to be on the menu anymore you know like you have to pull up a chair on at the table that, that, that has been my philosophy um, uh, um, for a very long time, and still, it still is my, how I always think about it. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu, or you're serving the menu. Um, so that is something that I 
keep in mind every time every, uh, every time um, when I go to the, to the UN and and uh, within my considerations of doing doing what I do anyway um, the the challenge is is because it is it seems as something that we have to do as indigenous peoples um, you we perceive that we have the idea that as if we organize ourselves under one umbrella organization coalition whatever um, that it makes us stronger um, the the challenge of it is the problem of that of that whole notion of that idea is is that um, if you go into a coalition or into some kind of a uh, um, organization at a global scale, uh, at, at a, like an inter international thing. National is it's, it's a little bit different, um, but at a global scale, um, you have you give away some piece of your 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 sovereignty. That's how you can look at it because um, that's the idea of. No, no, I'm saying this wrong. The this body or coalition or forum or whatever, uh, it's um, it needs to validate itself. It needs to make itself important, and the only way that it can make itself important is by creating some can leverage legitimacy, and the level of legitimacy is based on the level of legitimacy that you give it. Um, so. And these peoples have sovereignty. Um, we have it from the lands um, that, that, that we've inhabited uh, since time memorial. Um, so we're giving a little bit away from our, our, our sovereignty. Um, it's a concern. It is a concern in, in, my, in my view because that um, creates a bottleneck. It creates a bottleneck of, uh, yeah, of, of, of indigenous peoples where the idea is is that all indigenous peoples Haudenosaunee Kanaka Maoli Tangata Fenua Endoroi Alifuru you name it that they all have uh, the right to participate in decision making processes um, in as self-governing peoples that's the goal. That they don't have to jump through hoops or go through a coalition of the willing or of, of whatever a coalition of willing is what I think George W. Bush uh, used. Um, but yeah, like that's the goal. That's the idea. And um, you could you could argue that you could use that this coalition as a segue, right? As a as a stepping stone. Uh, understandable um, understandable and I would ag- agree with you I would agree with you if the global climate enabled that the um, that it, indigenous peoples can use any means we deem necessary to go to a certain uh, to the status of yeah uh, recognized peoples within the UN um, if, if the climate was like that 
unfortunately the climate is not like that um, what I see what I what I observe right now is that um, the world is moving towards a funnel and it's creating funnels um, um, that it's it's the I would say like the platform is smaller the table is smaller the less seats available at the table so we all have to go through filters filter upon filter upon filter uh, and then at, at the at, at the end there's only one person that's able to represent all indigenous peoples well um, I don't think that that is the idea of why we're um, uh, why we're working at the UN why we're uh, we're going every day every freaking day into the UN and try to advocate for our rights um, I don't think that's the idea um, so it's a concern the what I see down the line if um, we yeah and I see more and more indigenous peoples um, moving towards yeah uh, uh, being part of these coalitions and, and world global forums um, it is not happening just with indigenous peoples uh, there, there's so many more uh, in many other major groups uh, women is one uh, I see it happening I see it happening um, youth as well and and not just at a global political scale but also in and in, in on a social cultural scale um, because I see it as well as happening like for example a buzzword right now um, is BIPOC black indigenous peoples of color and I 100% I support and agree with the concerns of of racists of racism um, against um, Afro-Americans or black people in, in, in this case and, um, um, and, and and people of color well Asians obviously is now also a concern uh, because of what happened um, in the US uh, lately um, however um, indigenous peoples have it's a different context it's different because ind indigenous peoples aside from where we, we are experiencing the same symptoms we are experiencing the same issues, the same problems, the same concerns. The basis of it though is different. Um, indigenous peoples, one of the unique things that, that distinguishes indigenous peoples from, uh, as a peoples from civil society, for example, um, because we're, we're considered civil society by many, however, by, by states definitely, but we're not civil society. We are peoples and we have our own civil society. Um, what makes us different and stronger, I would say, is that we have rights, rights as collective rights, because we were there before the political nations. We were there before they established institutional racism. We were, we were there already. Um, our rights derived from the land that we live on. Um, you're just like these colonial powers. They're just visitors in a way. Like they, they just came in and took over and all. Every 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 indigenous peoples has its own uh, horror 
um, I would say, um, um, story, its own um, um, Beach Boy song, I would say. Um, yeah, we have the right to self-determination, and so that distinguishes us. And the the, the challenge is, is that like you, it is important to make that distinction uh, or to maintain that distinction of uh, that means people's are rights holders collective rights holders we, ha- we have human rights like uh, as well uh, uh, like black and black people and people of color uh, but we also have collective rights uh, so it, it is super important to that's why I'm having I'm having uh, cons- uh, concerns um, with these um, catch-all phrases, you know, like the, the, these um, terms that try to capture everything. Um, and that is black indigenous peoples of color and as well as uh, um, co- global coalitions and, 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 and everything else. So, so what is, what can we do, right? As, uh, as a, as indigenous peoples, what can we do to, um, to preserve uh, and protect the right to self determination? Um, and I think by exercising, claiming your right to self determination, is an important step to to make. It's something that you have to put it front and center. Uh, do not circumvent it. Um, it is taboo at this point, um, at the at the inter- international stage, to talk about self determination um, because it is it, it creates a yeah it, it's it's a it's a it's a term that stops any conversation where because um, any state can throw in um, yeah territorial integrity or whatever you know like which is mostly used um, but. Now, more than ever, we have to put it front and center. Like, it, it is super important that we do that um, to exercise the right to self-determination. What does it mean? Um, what, is it, um, what does it entail? Uh, how does it relate to the, the states uh, or relationship with, with other states, with the state uh, that occupies us, etc., etc.? Um, it is super important right now to to do that um, because it, it, it comes from a position of position of strength. Um, if you start talking about the right to self determination, um, so that was that's something that I would highly recommend um, everyone to to um, start that conversation of um, yeah right to self determination and to ensure that. Um, um, it is no longer a taboo. Um, so, I, don't know, I, I started out with with, with global coalitions. Um, so, yeah, that, that is something that I um, it's a concern, uh, my concern. And I, I, I asked around, like um, not to, not to too many people, uh, um, just asked around, and, and some people see that uh, um, emerge as well, like the experts. See that, see, see that 
emerge as well and it's uh, something that uh, can be a problem uh, for a lot of in indigenous peoples um, so yeah um, it's not too late uh, definitely definitely not too late uh, but it is something that uh, we can um, yeah you know you need to see and let's turn my car now um, see and understand a problem before you can address it um, and fix it and this is yeah this is my way my way of showing you showing you like the um, as being a wide angle lens uh, showing you what, what I see you may agree or disagree um, but I believe I believe that you you will you tend to agree agree with me if you if you look at it if you zoom out if you zoom out look at the entire board you see it happening you see what's happening and there are coalitions and that are uh, they're doing it uh, out of goodwill uh, with with good intentions 100% however uh, you have to look at like the effect of it um, that is that is super important um, so anyway just what I wanted to share uh, with you, um, I think I'm going to share many more of my thoughts, rants. Yeah, I should do a little more when I'm driving, anyway. Um, with you, and um, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, I, th I think it's it's super important to to hear your thoughts. Um, and if you have any questions, let me know. Drop me a line on Twitter. Um, Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse now as well. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, just let me know and, and we'll talk. Um, anyway, uh, I'll let you go now. Have a great day.